We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Nets fans? Jack Manuel here for another Brooklyn Buzz. And... Another loss. The Nets go down to the Dallas Mavericks, 125-120 away from home. And look, Luca is from another planet. He's was on one. That shot over Dorian Finney-Smith, I'm sure you've seen it if you haven't. And you're a Nets fan, I wouldn't recommend watching it. But I was just mouth agape. That was just... And he hit three after three after three. I think the Nets were like at 120 apiece when Cam Thomas was inserted into the game and, and hit that mid-range too, which was just... You know, he was, I'll get to Cam Thomas in a little bit. But he just looked brilliant uh, for game two yet again. And I think via Mark Spears, I think he's the first ever Nets player to have two 30-point games in a row to start the season. But I'll get to Cam. That final quarter, I think... Now, I said on the last episode that I'll reserve my judgment for Jacques Vaughn until we see what happens again and if he continues to make the same mistakes. And lo and behold, we see the same mistakes be made. To the same extent, maybe not, but the Nets are struggling for offense to end the game in the, in the final period, sort of final five, six, seven minutes. And Cam Thomas isn't out there until about the four or so minute mark. Let me just try and find it on... Yep, so about 3.22. We see... So 4.26, Cam Thomas entered this game for Royce O'Neal. But then we start to get the hockey subs. We see Ben coming for Cam. Cam coming for Ben. And it took until... Let me find it, ladies and gents. Cam Thomas entered this game for Ben Simmons at 1.06. So there was about a minute... There was just, just too freaking long that we have our best player. Not just... Like... Mikael Bridges is a wonderful player and we've seen him make the growth and the strides and he looked pretty good tonight. But when the Nets need a bucket, you go to your best offensive player, your best three-level scorer from three from mid-range and getting to the line and getting to the rim. And that's Cam Thomas. It's as simple as that. The fact that Jacques Vaughn, he, like the last game, some of the things were on the Nets player, some of the things were on Jacques Vaughn. This game was on, obviously, Luca being an otherworldly human being basketballer, but also on Jacques Vaughn. Like, the, there was a, a point where Royce had an open three, and he sort of stuttered and fluttered and dribbled and then just threw up a, 
absolute air ball that could have kept the Nets in the game. But he also hit some some timely threes as well. But I just want to point out that it was it was it was Jacques. It was my fellow Jacques that that might, that just blatantly with disregard just is, is just feels like he's galaxy braining third like he's just got a third eye like he's ex-net Kyrie Irving out there and he's just like all oh, like, I do the so the hockey subs here but just going like look Ben was was better tonight than he was in in game one against the Cavs I'll, I'll give him that especially offensively defensively he had some big moments I'll get to him through the base report will be back and in a much more up- uplifting and positive light but to not have your best player play in crunch time for consistent minutes when you are a team that severely lacks offensive generation individually in any form or case in the half court and you've got the guy literally sitting on the pine it makes me want to pull my hair out and I've got a decent amount of hair but this bloke Jacques Vaughn is going to make me turn into him and be as bald as the bloke from Spongebob and make me say, my eyes, my eyes. My eyes, my eyes when I'm seeing Jacques Vaughn coach this team sometimes. Now, I'll give him credit for the, the game plan overall. I think that the Nets adjusted that and it was the reason why they were able to perform as well as they were. The performance overall, outside of what I've been alluding to, was solid. You know, They didn't do a lot of that drop. They were switching. The starting lineup was good. But this is the Nets are now 0-2. And very, very easily could be 2-0. and And that's what the frustrating thing is. Because, you know, you'd almost cop this and go, ah, oh, well, the, the Nets just aren't good enough. They, they get blown out by 10 to 15 to, to 20 or whatever. But the Nets had these two games against teams that have greater expectations. You know, the Cavs could be fighting for a third seed. The Mavs could be fighting for, you know, top four seed and home court sort of advantage. And the Nets really took it up to them in, in so many ways. So... Look, maybe I'll come back to to Jacques in a little bit, but I'll I'll, I'll get onto the positive aspect of it, and that's Cam Thomas. Thirty three minutes for him tonight, guys. Twelve and nineteen from field, only one or four from three. Did get to the line five times, and that was half of the Nets' free throws. Did also have seven rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block. Defensively, was ridiculously engaged tonight, uh, and obviously the thirty points that I was alluding to, and was. Plus three uh, on the night as well. So for people saying, oh, Cam doesn't do the defensive things. Watch tonight's game. It might be the most complete two-way game Cam Thomas has ever played because he was locking up Luca on occasions. He was making, you know, Seth Curry have turnovers. Like in that sort of second and third period, the second period especially, he was just locked in. And it feels like his man-to-man defense is is really there. Like he's really strong. He's got a good center of gravity. It's just this sort of off-ball sort of stuff, the, the reads that he can sort of have miscues about. And look, he's not a perfect player, but he's our best player. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to put that out there. Maybe it's two games in and we should wait till game 20 and maybe Mikael Bridges finds his footing a little bit going forward. But like, come on, like we, we look at this kid. Just got his fourth-year option picked up by the team as well as Dayron Sharp. And he's put up two games in a row where he's just looked absolutely spectacular. Like some of the shot making is just, it, it, it's, it, 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 it makes me stutter, like legitimately. So look, just to go through some of his individual plays, like he was cutting well. Like so Mikhail, I think it was double down low. This was early in the game. 
and then Cam sort of finds a pocket of space around that sort of mid-range elbow area, finds it, hits that sort of mid-range two, which is just absolute money for him. He had like, his driving game is, is something that makes me so, so happy because that's the era, that, that's what the best players in the game do. You know, you look at LeBron James, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, all the Giannis under the comfort. These guys just get easy money buckets, easy money points by getting to the line and driving and putting pressure on the defense. And the Nets don't have a lot of guys that can do that. Lonnie Walker, I thought, did that pretty well tonight as well. I'll get to him in a little bit. But staying with Cam, at 37-34, he drives. He's got uh, Derek Lively on a switch, and he drives on him, and he switches hands and finishes with his left, which was just really, really nice. And yeah, it was in that second quarter I was alluding to about the defense that Cam was playing, you know, both on Luka Doncic and Seth Curry. So... You know, just a, a wonderful game from him. You know, trying to find a, a few more plays that he had. You know, off secondary actions, he's looking really good too. Doesn't need to have the ball in his hands. Really decisive, really instinctive, and just trusting. You know, his offensive weaponry. You know, there were just times where the the Mavs were a bit porous. They didn't have like a heap of bigs out there, so Cam was just driving. You know, in that third, he had like 79, 72, just a nice driving dunk. It was. You know, had like a, a his floater game is just so pretty too. You know, eighty-one seventy-five had a really nice floater uh, that went off the bank, and you know, at the end of the the third, you know, gave away the points, the the foul that allowed Tim Hardaway Jr. to get to the three-point line. Now that's that was a mistake that he did make. I will grant him that. And you know, there's he's not a perfect player. This kid's twenty-two years old. And he's finding his footing still, and his footing is pretty goddamn strong. And you know. In the, the final period, you know, 93-90, got an and one Euro step transition points, another floater, and he had like seven points in like the first couple of minutes in that in that final period. Now, I don't think he should have played the, the all 12 minutes. I, I agree to that, but that substitution pattern from Jacques Vaughan, if I keep alluding to it, if I keep bringing it up, I'm just going to make myself angry to a point that I might destroy and ruin this microphone and ruin the podcast in general and maybe get Blue Wire banned us from all streaming platforms. So I'll, I'll get to back to, to Cam Thomas and I'll just say that Cam Thomas is a special player, guys. He is an incredibly special player and what he did tonight was was just special and he's, he's doing this night tonight. The best players, and, and look, we saw this last year as well. We saw him put up 40 pieces like it was no one else's business. And there just seems to me uh, a greater flow to his game, if that makes any sense. There's sort of intangible things that you can't necessarily explain, but when you're watching, you just you just know. And when Cam is out there with the ball in his hands, I'm just like, just get it in his hands. He's going to do something right. He's going to get some points. He's going to attack. He's going to put pressure on the defense. And he's doing all the right things right now. It was it was a, another wonderful game from none other than Cam Thomas, and it was it was funny looking at the the win probability for the Nets, you know, in that final sort of period of of, of time, sort of two minutes or, or so to go. It was just Luca who stole the game away from them. So, look, uh, I guess I've got a quote from Jacques Vaughn here, guys, and I think I should go to the break after this so I can compose myself, maybe get a drink of water. <sighs> Maybe take a couple of deep breaths, do a little bit of mindfulness. But Jaffon said this, What makes teams special at the end of the day is they have dudes who can make tough shots like Donovan did against us the first night. Luca did. That's the difference. There's layers of the league and we'll go to understand how to make plays like that. Um, now, 
the Nets have a pretty special player too. What what makes the team special at the end of the day is they have dudes who can make tough shots. I wonder who that describes for the Brooklyn Nets. I, I wonder. I just... Maybe you guys could put two and two together and you're a bit smarter than me, but <coughs> Cam Thomas um, fits that description just to sort of say it. It was... You, you can't have him out. He has to be out there for an extended period. Like... What he gives away on defense, he more than makes up for offensively. Like, it's just plain to see. Absolutely plain to see. So, maybe Jacques Vaughn should... Uh, hopefully, he, I'll, I'll try and keep up with the, the quotes post-game, guys, and, and keep an eye on it, but I'm recording this right after the game. So, I'll take a, a little quick break, and right after that, we'll get to Ben Simmons and the rest of the game notes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, guys, let's get to Ben Simmons, the Bears Report, brought to you by a better version of Trash Bags. Probably not Trash Bags tonight, probably something a bit nicer than that because Ben was solid in the minutes that he did play, 32 minutes, 5-8 from the field, 8 shots, nice enough, 10 rebounds, I like that, including 4 offensive, 8 assists, the dimes were on, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 10 points. This is, if this is, this is the baseline of game I want to get from Ben. You know, he's impacting the game in all facets. Now, he still probably could have had moments where he could have been a bit more purposeful, a bit more aggressive. But some of the dimes he had, he had one to Cam Thomas where he just sort of, it was sort of like a trailing, let me try and find it in in, in my notes because it was just, it was really, 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 really nice. So, he, uh, uh, let me find it, let me find it, let me find it, let me find it. Don't have it right here, but he just sort of, 
it was I sort of left it ahead for for Cam, and it was just sort of like Cam was in stride and just didn't move a step. It was just the timing of it. Few passes in the NBA can do so. Obviously, I haven't described it very well, but you'll definitely be able to find it on Twitter somewhere. But I also liked his aggression in terms of wanting to get his own a little bit. You know, he backed down, you know, Dwight Powell, you know, some midway through the sort of seconds, which was, you know, a, a nice sort of shot. You know, he finished some some shots in transition, you know, took a, a lot of shots to the rim. You know, he had a really strong physical finish uh, on Maxi Kleber. This was at 77-70. He, he looks just so much more comfortable with his right hand. It's, it's pretty obvious, so... That was a really sort of good play from him. And then the corner three that he blocked on Josh Green, fellow Australian Josh Green, mind you, was that that's why he was out there for extended periods in the fourth. I don't think he should, I think Cam should have been in there for him. Or Royce. Maybe he could have taken out Royce. I think Jacques Fawn has an irrational love for Royce and Nil at times, but he was hitting some big shots too. So look, Jacques Fawn needs to make the decisions, the hard decisions more than I do. I just talk about them on this podcast. So yeah, Ben had plenty of good plays tonight. It was much more positive from him. He can continue to do more, but this is the foundation of building block to hopefully bigger and better things, you know, heading to Charlotte where, you know, he can easily put up a triple-double. He had a double-double tonight. You know, he should be having a triple-double. I want him to increase the, the field goal attempts, you know, had eight of them tonight. You know, Mikhail, Spencer, and Cam took 17, 17, 19 apiece, so maybe there's not a heap there for him. But at the same time, Take the right shots, be aggressive, show that same mentality that we saw tonight. He looked a bit more confident. He was he he, he, ch- he chuckled a little bit when Kyrie sort of shoved him to the floor, which was you know a funny moment. And look, let me just say that Cam Thomas was better than Kyrie Irving tonight, ladies and gents. I'll I'll just say that. I'll just say that is what I will. But yeah, and a, a good game from Ben Simmons. A, a good game. So that was positive to see. The Nets, I think. Just sort of general game notes to, to throw out there, guys. I sort of alluded to that the defensive sort of strategy, you know, the starters with DFS, Mikhail, Spencer, Ben, and Cam, they did a lot of switching, and it worked really, really well for, for large chunks of the game. There were, you know, a little bit of disengaging moments here and there, and, and a few little moments that they, they could have fixed up, but overall, they looked quite positive. So that was really nice to see. The, the defense looked pretty good, you know, the, the rebounding. The three-point volume that I alluded to in the last game that I wanted to see uh, a greater portion of was there. The Nets were lights out from three, 21 of 43, you know, nearly 49%. That's the, the number I sort of want to see it at. And obviously, when you don't have clacks playing large chunks of minutes, they were sharp playing large minutes here and there, it allows the Nets to just go pace and space and really alludes to that. They also won the rebounding battle, 47 to 40. But there was some just... Ugly turnovers. Now, they didn't get totally punished by them because the, the Mavericks themselves only scored 16 points off the Nets' 16 turnovers, and then they scored 13 off the, the Mavericks' 9. So they need to be forcing more turnovers, one, and also just taking better care of the ball. And Mikael Bridges gave the ball away you know, far too many times in that closing stanza. He needs to find his footing in, in the moments where the Nets need to generate offense individually and just need to play. He needs to have some go-to moves. Like he's sort of, his fall-away sort of uh, post-up sort of shots aren't They're not going to be there. So he needs to just add a little bit more diversity to his game. And just the handle looked a little bit sloppy as well. But you know, his game was, 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 again, fine tonight. I wouldn't say it was amazing. So yeah, I think that was, and, and look, to, to get to his numbers, 
Let me find them quickly. He started the game, I think he had like five or, or t- 10 points in the sort of first period, but then only, and it was, was quite efficient. In fact, I literally have that right in front of me. Yeah, Mikel started four or five from the field in the first quarter and finished six or 17. So that means he went two or, let me just get that right. He hit two, one, two, two of 12 in the final couple of quarters. So look, he'll find his footing, Mikel. He was better-ish tonight. 18 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. His defense on Kyrie at different moments was, was really positive. So I think once the Nets realize that they can really run a lot more through Cam, Mikhail can sort of be like a high-level Chris Middleton-y, Paul Mans, Paul George sort of type where he, he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands all the time. Because it seems to me, because he has such high defensive responsibilities to guard a Luka, to guard a Kyrie, that he just doesn't have the juice in him to be a Kawhi Leonard sort of type where he can do both things on, on the both ends of the floor. So there aren't many wings who can do that. You know, Jason Tatum, you know, has a, a good defensive system around him to sort of back him up. So yeah, Mikhail will find his footing. He'll continue to to keep being getting better going forward. He'll be better from the run. Spencer Dinwiddie was sensational. You know, I thought he was really great tonight in 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 large chunks. You know, he was he was getting dunks, he was aggressive, he was lighting up from three. You know, he had like three threes you know, in a row at one point, you know, it was really igniting uh, the Nets in terms of getting, it was in that second period, you know, he was just three after three after three, so it was good to see him hit that three ball because the Nets needed that offense, he led the team in minutes as well, 40 minutes, eight or seven in from the field, six to 12 from three, you'll take that any day of the week from Spencer, did also have the eight assists, 23 points, three rebounds, you know, all the Nets starters really contributed, you know, Everyone but Dayron Sharp and Dennis Pitt Jr. was in double figures. You know, Dayron Sharp played three minutes, uh, got a bucket. Dennis Pitt Jr. didn't look great in the time that he was out there. Was minus seven in his eight minutes, and you know, Lonnie Walker had fourteen points off the bench, and Washington had eleven himself. So there was certainly a, a real team performance, and the net depth that I've alluded to and, and spoke about in the last pod came to show tonight. But yeah, I guess this one... Oh, I guess I'll get to the rest of the guys. DFS against his former team, 4-7 from 3, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. You know, this was... I'm not sure how much I buy into 4-7 from 3 from Dorian Finney-Smith, but I'll take it every day of the week. It seemed to me that he had the a little extra oomph uh, against the former team, but his defense was, was positive as well. I've alluded to Cam Thomas. I could speak about him for another 20 minutes if, if I got the chance. Royce O'Neal... Provided some really timely moments. You know, he filled up the box score. 11 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal. 3 of 7 from 3. 4 of 9 from the field. And he looks good when he's taking those sort of one dribble threes when guys are closing out on him. Except for that one where he just felt like his brain was a bit scrambled or he, the ball slipped out of his hands. And that was just an unlucky, unfortunate moment for the Nets. But yeah, we didn't see any trend of Watford or Harry Giles tonight. Maybe we could have. Uh, but Lonnie Walker was also incredibly positive. Four or six from three, five or nine from the field, two assists, a rebound. I think he's earned himself. I, I would rather see him out there than Dennis Smith Jr. because I think the Nets need offense. And there aren't many guys that put pressure on the rim in a way that he does. It's basically him and Cam and Ben when he wants to. And I think he's a, a really good three-point shooter. And when the Nets need a little bit of a spark, there was some three-guard lineups at times. Yeah, I think Dennis Virginia, Lonnie, and Spencer are out there. But yeah, I think Lonnie Walker deserves to play to play minutes. Simple as that. That's that's it. So um, I'm all in on Lonnie Walker. I'll get to a few more quotes, I guess, guys. 
Uh, Mikhail Bridges said, personally, just I'm not executing, so I'm not just helping my team out. I think I'm just missing shots, missing laps, missing some of my teammates open. I've just got to be better. I like the fact that he's taking the accountability on himself. Jacques Vaughn can maybe look in the mirror and learn a thing or two from uh, one of our star players. So look, the fact that he knows that, I think he'll be better. The fact that these these issues are happening now rather than game 40-50 and continuing to happen, I think that he'll work out the rust uh, at the end of the day. You know, He's too good of a player to not figure it out when it comes to Mikel Bridges. Let me see if there's any other quotes I can sort of get to. Nothing really, guys. But it's a... Uh, it's a heartbreaker, an absolute heartbreaker. But the Nets go down 125-120, another loss, another Brooklyn buzz. Make sure you join the Hive on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify. Give us a rating and review wherever you can. Let us know what you think of the episode. Maybe I've been a bit too harsh on Jacques Vaughn. Maybe I'm not harsh enough. Maybe too much love for Cam Thomas. Maybe not enough. I could give him Cam Thomas as much love as I could possibly imagine more than any other human on this earth other than my wonderful fiance. But in saying that, Thanks for joining us, guys. Hope the Nets can bounce back in so Charlotte Hornets, Nets World.